Welcome to the Goodnight House Sleep Podcast, where we share tips, tricks, and strategies to help your child sleep. We're here to teach you how to help your child get the sleep they need and experience more rest, peace, and joy in parenting. I'm your host, Jesse Martin, and I hope you enjoy the show. Today on the podcast, we are answering the big question, what is sleep training? What are the different methods out there? And does the goodnight house sleep train? There is a lot of drama around the term sleep training, and we know it's a taboo term. If you do a quick search on any online mom group, you will see what we are talking about if you don't already know. We are here to try and clear some things up once and for all, and hopefully ease your mind about sleep training in general. There are a lot of assumptions around babies and kids and sleep, but our goal with sleep training is for parents to come alongside their kids and help them establish healthy sleep habits. Simply put, sleep training is helping children learn to fall asleep and connect their sleep cycles unassisted so that they can get the sleep they need to grow, develop, and thrive. Let me give you just a super short explanation on how sleep works to help explain why sleep training may be necessary for a lot of babies and kids. And I'm not going to get too sciencey here, but I do think it will really, really help sleep training make a little bit more sense and also make our definition of sleep training make a little bit more sense. So sleep happens in cycles for everyone, adults and babies. We get drowsy, we transition through light sleep into deep sleep, back into light sleep, and then everyone, adults and babies, like I said, wake up just a tiny bit during what is called a partial arousal or mini waking. So you've probably noticed yourself wake up for a split second in the middle of the night, but then you roll over or look around and you see everything's fine, house is safe, we're good, you fall right back to sleep. Adults and babies have these mini awakenings multiple times a night. For adults, the wakings are so fast that we rarely even remember them in the morning. But it happens like several times, like seven to nine times is how often it happens in the night. And I know for myself, I usually remember like that happening one or two times, if any, when I wake up in the morning. If your baby or child doesn't know how to fall asleep during these mini wakings, they end up having to wake up all the way and call for help. This can happen, again, multiple times a night. And it's also one of the main reasons your baby might be taking short naps during the day because they don't know how to connect their their sleep cycle smoothly. Also, imagine if you fell asleep in your bed but woke up in your bathtub as you were transitioning in and out of a sleep cycle. You would probably be extremely alarmed. This is the same thing that happens to our babies when they fall asleep rocking, nursing, or being held, or like with our preschool age kids when mom or dad falls asleep in bed with them and they wake up and mom and dad are gone. When they transition in and out of their next sleep cycle and find themselves alone in their crib or their bed, they are understandably going to be very alarmed and be crying out for mom or dad to come back to them. This is where sleep training comes in. Regardless of the sleep training method, the ultimate goal is to help your child learn to fall asleep independently in their own sleep space and resettle throughout the night in the same sleep space. This prevents them from experiencing the alarm of finding themselves unexpectedly alone or waking somewhere that they weren't anticipating. So what are the different sleep training methods? 
There are a dozen of sleep training methods out there that range from more extreme. So that would be like your extinction, also known as cry it out, to very gentle methods like no cry sleep solutions. The goal is still the same with each method for your child to learn how to fall asleep and connect those sleep cycles unassisted. And the main goal is for it to increase their sleep quality and quantity. The biggest difference between all of the methods is how hands-on you are during the process and how long each method takes. And then you also need to choose a developmentally and age-appropriate method because there are some methods that work really well for younger babies that might not work well for preschool-aged kids. So you want to pick one that is developmentally appropriate. The most extreme sleep training method, which I already mentioned, Um, and where sleep training may get a bad reputation is called cry it out or extinction. So a lot of people mistakenly think that any crying during any sleep training method is considered the cry it out method, but that is not correct. The true cry it out extinction method is done like this. You lay your child down in their crib or their bed after their bedtime routine, and mom and dad do not go back into their room until their predetermined morning wake-up time. So no matter how much your child is crying in the night, parents do not go back in their room the entire night. This is the quickest method, and parents typically see results in just a few nights because it's so hardcore. At the complete other end of the spectrum, there are no-cry sleep training methods. These methods are extremely gentle ways in which to help your child learn to fall asleep independently. With these methods, parents make very, very, very small tweaks over a very long extended period of time. So these methods can take weeks or more often months to see any big changes. And oftentimes there is still crying involved. This episode of the Goodnight House Sleep Podcast is sponsored by our free schedule generator that allows you to find your child's perfect daily schedule. All you have to do is answer a few short questions about your child, and we will send you their perfect daily schedule as a printable PDF. Head to the show notes for this episode to find a link to our free schedule generator. You may be familiar with some of the other sleep training methods out there, so I'm going to list a couple off from the most gentle to the most extreme. So it would start with no, the no-cry sleep solution, the sleep lady shuffle, baby-wise, the pick-up put-down method, Ferber, and then again, extinction would be the most extreme. Also in the middle there would be like the chair method. One of the biggest questions that parents want to know is if sleep training is going to teach their child to shut down or teach them that mom and dad are no longer going to respond to their needs. And so they want to know, you know, is it going to cause my baby or my child to just give up and not call for help because they learned that I'm not coming in there? And we just want to encourage you that no, absolutely not. Your child will still call out to you for other reasons. So dirty diapers, sickness, pain, being scared. Sleep training simply helps alleviate the fear that comes when they wake alone or in a different unexpected condition. They won't wake up scared when they transition through those sleep cycles anymore, and they won't need to call you for help during those transitions, but they will still call you if they need you for other reasons or they're scared or whatever. All of those reasons we listed. You are not training them to shut down and not call you anymore or that you don't care or that you're not going to respond to them. 
We plan to have a whole other other episode in the future that shares all of the research around sleep training and how it does not harm children. And I'll just give you a little spoiler alert. There are actually no studies that have ever been done that show sleep training to be harmful to kids. There have been studies taken out of context by people who say that crying is harmful, but those studies involve severely, severely abused and neglected children, and they have nothing to do with sleep training, and especially nothing to do with sleep training done with children in loving, nurturing homes. That's all I'll say about that right now, but we will have a blog and an episode that dives a little deeper into that topic in the future. The next question you might have is, what method of sleep training do we use at the goodnight house? So at the goodnight house, we fall somewhere in the middle of the sleep training spectrum. While we personally don't feel comfortable with the true cry it out extinction approach, we also don't think it's realistic to expect zero crying whatsoever. For some children, we use a stay in the room method, and for others, we use a controlled leave and check method. And the method we use depends on the child's personality, their age, their specific needs, and the family's unique circumstances and what mom and dad feel comfortable with. We're going to have an entire episode all about crying and what you can expect when you sleep train your child as well later this month. Hopefully this episode helped explain what sleep training actually is and what it isn't and dispel some of the myths around it. Our hope is that this episode will help you determine which type of method might be best for your family as well. We know there are so many methods and opinions out there, and we're here to help you weed through all of that info. When you work with us at The Goodnight House, we give you a straightforward game plan you can use with confidence. We work one-on-one with families through our personalized sleep plans, and when you sign up, we automatically send you a big questionnaire to fill out all about your child that goes over... It goes over everything because we want to take a holistic approach to sleep. So it goes over their days, their nights, their nutrition, your family dynamics, all of those things so that we get a big picture view of what's going on. And then we can take all of that information and create a step-by-step plan that is personalized to your family and your situation. Then we have a 60-minute call to go over the plan with you and we are able to answer any and all questions you have, we're able to work together and tweak the plan to make sure that you feel 100% comfortable with it. And then we set you up with Voxer, which is a voice messaging and texting app so that as you go through the plan with your child over two or three weeks, we can walk through that with you the entire time. So you are able to send us messages, send us voice text anytime and in the moment when things are happening when questions come up and we're able to respond to you in the moment when things are coming up and really help you through those things and just walk through the entire process with you so that you don't feel alone or like you're guessing or well I read this in a blog post but I'm not sure if this is actually right for my family or I don't know if I'm doing this right we're able to go through the process with you and help reassure you and help you know which things are appropriate and which things aren't and which things are working and which things aren't. Regardless of where you're at, we want you to feel empowered to make informed decisions for your child and your family. So regardless if you ever work with us or not, we want you to be able to come at sleep training and the idea of sleep training and know what it is and be able to make an informed decision on how you want to tackle it, if you want to tackle it, all of that. So our goal with this podcast and these episodes is really just to make sure that you feel equipped to 
make those decisions and to know what's out there. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Good Night House Sleep Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want to record a question for us to answer on the podcast, head to thegoodnighthouse.com forward slash podcast. If you want more sleep resources, head to thegoodnighthouse.com for show notes, free resources, and our courses or one-on-one personalized sleep services. If you enjoyed today's episode and you think others might too, would you consider taking a screenshot and sharing it to social media? If you really love the podcast, would you take a minute to leave a review? You can do this right on the Apple Podcast app or on your computer in iTunes. If you don't know how, head to the show notes for a link that will show you what to do. Reviews allow podcasts to be found by others and is the number one way you can support the Goodnight House Sleep Podcast.